jazz age living, old fashioned sipping, pizzazz ain't missing, got the fat cats kissing the top. So, we're going to move forward. I think we covered. <laughs> we're at 50 minutes. Well, that, 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 flew really, by. that flew by. I thought we were at 10. Um, we, have, we have a lot of different things that we should have gotten to before the LeBron thing. Is that we're talking about crazy ex-relationship things? Yeah. Let's so, I guess we could... Pick one of them. Pick your favorite. I don't think we should talk about the NBA three-point contest then. What were we going to say? Oh... Yeah, how they should alter it and actually choose people that are terrible at threes. <laughs> I think it should be all Mountain Dew like, balls. <laughs> it should be all Mountain Dew balls. <laughs> For people that are terrible yeah. at threes. Yeah, I love that. It's like, oh, okay, here's a sponsorship ball. Where did they draw the line? Yeah. Is there going to be, no. Chris said, is there going to be a half-court Cheetos ball? <laughs> no, before you do the it, Cheetos ball's be, coming next no, year. So, soon they'll just decide we got to just get someone to dunk over a Kia. <laughs> Blake Griffin all ties in. It all ties in. Okay, so we're talking about NBA. We're talking about you chose the Lakers to win the the sure fucking did. championship. Sure dude. did. Let's get into the the LeBron uh, keynote, and you'll see. Um, here we go. Let's bring it up on the screen here. <laughs> um, this is where those of you really need to get onto the so, YouTube channel. Yeah, and take a look at our videos. Mm-hmm. Take a look at the keynote because Adam and I do put occasionally a lot of effort into either our backgrounds and or our keynotes. So we're pulling up right now a keynote that Adam has prepared for the LeBron episode. Yeah. And uh, so I wanted to keep us on track because Adam drew this. I drew it. Um, I wanted to keep us on track with a keynote because obviously I get a little emotional when it comes to LeBronathan and I wanted to keep us on, on a, on a track, smart. Yeah, right? Smart. On a track. Some kind smart. of, so just bumpers, bumpers on yeah, the lane. As you'll, as you'll see in our keynote here, I have LeBron James, and I wanted to start with a quote from an actual reporter to to kind of set the stage and an overall arching theme to uh, LeBron and his different ways. So this is from Tony Maserati, two-time Sports Writer of the Year Award recipient, author of the New York Times bestselling memoir on David Ortiz. He said. When it comes to self-absorption, James is to sports what bounty is to the paper towel. So that kind of sets it sets the nice foundation of what my whole point about LeBron is. Now, I would also like to preface this as saying, look, I think LeBron is the second best player of all time. So no disrespect. Obviously, I have Michael Jordan first. I'm not disrespecting him as a player. He's obviously super talented. He's the second best of all time. I just want to set that. Okay, so now working our way through the PDF, I'm going to set it up here as, okay, we, we get on NBA stardom. Then we're going to talk about a couple of red flags initially that everyone's forgotten about. Everyone's forgotten about. Then I want to talk about the first exit from Cleveland – the Miami Heat years, the Cleveland return. Right. That just makes me angry saying it. The second <laughs> exit from Cleveland, and then his LA Laker tenure. And I forgot to add a bullet point here uh, perceptions versus reality. Yes. Because I, w- I wanted his overall perceptions for him. that he's shaped versus the reality of the human that he is. Second best player of all time. NBA stardom by the Sunday Punch podcast. Okay, so 
Let's just start it off with he put all of this pressure on himself. By the way, Chris is an expert in LeBron James as well. He is. Grew up in Cleveland. I mean, Brian Winters comes to me, actually. Brian. <laughs> he, he's the Waj seen, report is Chris. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's seen LeBron around. He's heard the insider stories, so he can offer a perspective. But Chris thinks that LeBron is the best player of all time and quite a good guy. Correct? I think LeBron, I do think LeBron is the best basketball player of all time. I think Jordan is second. Now, you know, I will preface that with you're never going to convince anyone. If someone thinks LeBron's the best basketball player, that's it. If someone thinks Jordan is, that's it, right? It's one of those two, obviously. I do think LeBron's the best of all time. Um, I think he, I don't think he's a, a Nobel Prize winning human being. I think he, you know, is a good guy. I think he's gotten better. I think he started off rough, and I think now that he's matured, he's gotten to be a better person. I don't loathe him entirely like you do. Okay. So, <laughs> LeBron immediately puts on himself pressure, right? He chooses the number 23, and there's some back and forth here, but I chose I chose to be nice and objective this entire keynote. As you've always been embraces the nickname King James. Now, there's some arguments here that go back that he actually gave himself the nickname King James. Well, he has crowns tattooed on his shoulders. Told people in the community, and then it got picked up in the local newspapers. But what's wrong if he chooses number 23? Because now you're accepting the responsibility of being compared to Jordan. But, I mean, I chose, like, 23 when I was in, like, 7th grade. You're not LeBron James. <laughs> You're not on the cover but that's of why, Slam But that's magazine. why he chose it, though, because he loved MJ. Yes. Like, I chose it because I liked MJ. Yes. I feel, I'm like, just not LeBron I feel James. like at that level, so he though. He knows I chose 23. Well, but you didn't choose it when you went to the NBA. Well, he because he was 23 his whole life. That's why he kept it. Okay. But someone told him. You know someone is advising him at this point. A star like that, they said, now LeBron... There's gonna here's the pro and con this of is what choosing twenty three. Now we can invoking. give him a break because he was so young, right? I don't think it's that big a deal. Anyway, he, I, I, I don't think it's a big deal. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just. It's a, it's a footnote, right? Okay. Okay. This is where it's beginning. He, did, he might have not thought this that. This is the context. He of our might start. have not thought that, right? But what the reality is is with the number twenty three and the nickname now, King James. Now you start comparisons. Okay. First five seasons with the Cavs, he's amazing. I actually was a LeBron James fan at this point in time. He averages 27 points a game, six and a half assists, and seven rebounds. Now, I I also want to tie in a parallel universe here of tracking at the exact same points of time in career Michael Jordan, right? That's the only fair comparison. Sounds appropriate. In comparison, Jordan's averages 31 points a game, five and a half assists, and 5.3 rebounds. So, I mean, they're neck and neck. Pretty much right? there. Neck and Very neck, close. right? I mean, the couple assists, rebounds and assists, couple yeah, baskets. Exactly. That that kind Little of equals get. out, right? That kind of equals out. LeBron's single hand, and I'm giving him credit here, dude. LeBron single handedly puts a cast of losers. Barajal, come on. On his back. <laughs> Who's the point guard that year? Eric Snow. There you go. Terrible. He was awful in the 76ers, and that means that he was doubly awful on the Cavs because he was old. Bunch of losers. On his back and makes it to the 2006-2007 NBA Finals against the Spurs. The Cavs get swept, and LeBron struck. This is a, this is a theme moving forward, except when he gets to L.A. 
Struggles in the series, 22.7 rebounds, 6.8 assists. No, you're going to say you're comparing LeBron to LeBron because those are actually kind of decent 22, numbers. 22-7-7? Seven seven. Yes. It's pretty good. <laughs> On just 35% shooting. Russell Westbrook style. 35 is low. But you also have to remember, you know, Bruce Well, Bowen. I'm comparing. I even admit this. I'm comparing him to his regular season average and his complete dismantle of the Detroit, Detroit Pistons before that. Well, yeah, which was insane. Yeah. But you got to remember, you know, Bruce Bowen's guarding him, who's an all NBA defender. Yeah. And you got Tim Duncan, all NBA defender. Yeah. So you got a lot of guys focused. Again, who else are they going to focus on? Larry Hughes. <laughs> was Drew, he on that team? Drew Gooden. Booby Gibson. Drew Gooden. <laughs> Zoljunas Ogalskis was their second <laughs> best player. I love Big Z. By the way, again, I preface this. I am a LeBron James fan at this moment at this in time. time. Sasha Pavlovich. I so, was in Aspen, Colorado and watched that entire NBA series. So he wraps up. Taking responsibility after the game. Yes. Taking responsibility. This is when LeBron was still Scott Pollard. <laughs> Scott Pollard. This is when look God, I forgot about that guy. What's he doing? <laughs> he was now? on the Selling insurance. Anyways, so takes full responsibility after the game. I have to be much better on and off the court, and that will carry our team to higher levels. Now, red flags. <laughs> we move on. We've gone through the birth of LeBron James's career, and that's when we start noticing these red flags that keep popping up over and over again. So at this point in time, after he loses to the Spurs, obviously he's feeling himself. He's embraced the – at this point in time, he's gotten the tats, right? He starts calling and texting other players in recruitment effort to come to Cleveland, and during these recruitment efforts is weirdly referring to himself – as King James. Come in, join King James. Yeah, in these texts in the third person, and there's a reference from a Brendan Haywood interview with NBA Central, who LeBron James tried to recruit. He said, let's be part of something special here. Hey, this is King James. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you found my number is King James. <laughs> yeah, 23. <laughs> Check my back. Comment? How reliable is Brendan Haywood? <laughs> 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 well, what's he got to lie about, dude? <laughs> Anyways... Cavs then go 45 and 37, lose to the Celtics in the playoffs. James does score 45 points in the final game, but then refu- red flag refuses to shake their hands after the game. LeBron, okay, so that's that's that becomes a theme in the coming years. LeBron, you don't then, like, you don't like the shaking hands? Yeah, dude. I mean, this is the whole thing in the Last Dance. Michael Jordan right. makes a huge deal about Isaiah Thomas and them because. Okay, Isaiah Thomas and the whole Detroit Pistons walk past the Celtics, or no, walk past the Bulls mm-hmm. when uh, they lose. Mm-hmm. Don't shake any hands. Does a big deal to Michael Jordan. Big deal. Because he respected these people, right? Just like I'm sure a lot of people on the Celtics respect LeBron. Oh my gosh. So walks by him, doesn't shake hands, right? Correct. The, now the Detroit Pistons did that because the Celtics did the same thing to, to them. them. But that's really not an excuse. Like, oh, I was abused, so I'm going to abuse Be now. the abuser. It's not. What about when Clay Thompson didn't shake the Cavs' hands? If he did, I don't remember that. But if he did that, he's a piece of shit. You should shake hands. I mean, you should shake hands. I don't think it's that big a deal. I get it. You're in the heat of the moment. You lost something big. I, get I it. think you should, though. I, I do. get it in the heat of the moment. But he had an opportunity, and we're going to get But I that. think you should. The team sure. shook hands. LeBron did not shake hands. Yes. I'm sure, yeah. There was, there was I, not a team we've been miffed. We're going to miff back. Which, to be honest, I love because I fucking hated the Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> I was like all even more on LeBron when he didn't shake their hands. 
<laughs> okay, but he has a great, but another red flag, right? Then that summer, he has his skills academy, right? And oh, yeah. and then Jordan Crawford dunks on him mm-hmm. in that skills academy. You and see it's that video? Captured, yes, I have. It's He fucking yammed on oh, LeBron. Oh, big time. And that happens, right? Which is fine. So this is another huge, this is one of the biggest red, big red flags to me. LeBron then has his Nike rep, Lynn Merritt, confiscate the footage from the skills academy. No one's allowed to see anyone doing anything uh, better than LeBron James, right? At that same skills academy, some media members are then quoted comparing him to Richard Nixon. (laughs) (laughs) For hiding the tapes. I mean, come on, dude. That, He's not you, a crook. You remember. Not a crook. You remember when that came oh, out. Yeah. Oh, for that sure. That was a big deal. For sure. That, that was, was that was a bad look for him. Bad look. Because he Red got flag. dunked on. Yeah. And the thing is, and, and that's what I'm saying. You're going to get dunked on. You're going to get it's dunked pro on. basketball. You're going to get dunked on. Whether, But that's what I'm saying. You, you know, you're young. You're stupid. You're the best player, right? You don't want to look that bad. But you just got to step back and realize, like, you're going to get dunked on. It's like when Tyreek Hill just got mossed by that high school kid, yeah. right? Yeah, but that yeah, what he happens? Yeah, he gets fucking gave him a pound. He was like, dude, that was yeah. dope. It happens. Red flag. You get blocked, you get dunked on, you get mossed, you know, someone hits a dinger off you, something like mm-hmm. that. It's gonna happen. I'm only doing all these red flags. I need to set the foundation. That's what I'm of, hearing. Yeah, I need to set the foundation. Everyone's got red flags though. I need to set the foundation <laughs> for future because I don't think that he's changed at all, right? That's my point. That's my thesis, right? That's the, my this, that's my statement. What, what LeBron James has not changed. So the all. arguments you're going to make about him today, 2021, there were the same there was LeBron you in the saw. Mine. Yeah, the it same LeBron you saw here is still the same LeBron. Tell us about Mo Williams. Okay, so then they get All Star at the time. Mo Williams. Actually, did we look this up? I don't remember because he was an All Star that year with the Cavs. I don't know if he was before or not. What do you want to know? Uh, if if Mo Williams when was Mo Williams an was all-star? a All Star before he went to the Cavs, but I'm gonna while you look that up, I'm gonna continue on. Correct me if I'm wrong, but they get Mo Williams, who even if I'm wrong and became an All Star with the Cavs, was a very good player. Obviously, player. because they go 16 and 16. They 66 and 16. 60. Uh, yeah, what did I say? 16 and 16. <laughs> well, maybe they went 60. Maybe it's they won just won out. <laughs> they won out. 50 in a row. And they won out. Okay, but I mean, great year. Fucking great, great year. I love that year. I remember almost every game of that year. Yeah, great year. Love that year. But then lose to the Magic in the conference. Great series. I watched every Good game. Series. Dwight Howard is a monster. That's back. That was awesome. Boy, Dwight Howard fucked up. Yeah, but yeah, he fucked up. This is not the Dwight Howard episode. No. But Magic were fucking good. Dwight Howard is a monster. Dwight Howard is a monster. God, he was good. I thought he, he was going to be the best center of all time. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's when Shaq... Oh, good. Yeah. I mean, let's not get into yeah, that. Yeah, this is not the Shaq episode. <laughs> so, LeBron James loses to the Magic in the conference finals. Refuses to shake their hands after the game again. So therefore, didn't learn his lesson. Did not learn the lesson, right? But, again, to Chris's point, heat of the moment, I can see it happening, right? I mean, I think you should shake him, but yeah. I can see people in heat, and of yet, moment. heat of the moment. And yet. And yet, a week you afterwards, after having time to contemplate on it, 
Reporters are asking him, why didn't you shake hands? He says, winners don't shake hands after a loss. <clears throat> While wearing a Yankees hat. A <laughs> hundred yards from the Cleveland Indians Stadium. <laughs> Come on! That wasn't when he was at the Indian Stadium, right? No, this was at the... Oh, I'm saying a hundred yards from yeah, like, yeah, yeah. because the queue. It's right across the street. Yeah, right. exactly. The the worst one, I didn't care about that. I mean, he grew up a Yankees. You can get word all A around. Yankees... The, he the, grew up a Yankee. Okay, the worst. This is a problem. The worst oh, well, one. The Steeler. Just a kid from Akron. Just a kid from Akron. By the way, just the Steelers worst fan one. doesn't see anything wrong. <laughs> right. I root for the Browns this year. I already <laughs> said that. Chris a Giants hat. <laughs> <laughs> if they're playing the Patriots, I'll wear it. Um, no, I said, like, yeah, whatever. The problem was when he wore the Yankees hat was when he wore the Yankees hat to the Indians game when the Indians were playing them in the playoffs. Yeah. That was – I hated that. Yeah. Mo Williams, <coughs> all-star, one time, 2009. With the Cavs. With the Cavs. Yep. The Cavs. Okay. That was the year they went 16 okay. He was an all-star. Okay. So obviously but, – but great player, right? Good player. Yeah. Great player. So <laughs> – Oh, well, he's not great. He was an all-star once with LeBron. <laughs> he's a good player. He and did he, win a ring, NBA ring, though. Was he he, got, oh, he was on the team when the Cleveland returned. Okay. So, to continue <laughs> Red on the... Red flags, too. Yeah, to, con- to continue on the magic point, not only does he refuse the handshake, he refuses to appear in front of the media, leaving his teammates to answer all of the questions about LeBron. Yeah, you answer for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to show up to the media round. You answer my questions. And, oh, by the way, you're going to have to answer all my questions about not shaking the hands. Then, in that same interview, wearing a Yankees hat. <laughs> I mean, this guy is tone deaf. Wearing a Yankees hat, apologizes to his teammates. But then immediately after, like later in the interview. After apologizing. After apologizing. I don't regret anything that I do. That's a straight line from the interview. Then, bizarrely plugs his movie more than a game during the same interview. So, obviously, doesn't care about anyone but himself at this point in time. Was he there to plug the the movie the whole time? Maybe. Maybe. So, at this point, you're beginning to lose your LeBron the Shines wearing off. My initial fandom... At this point in time, after he was in the Yankees hat and didn't apologize and said, winners don't shake hands, and then goes on and does all this, is when I was down to 10%. I want to hear from Chris now. What, what's happening in your mind at this point, Chris? LeBron's getting better, the Yankees hat more reputable. Didn't like the Yankees hat thing. Not a lot of Cleveland people did. Uh Can't say I minded it when, you know, when he's just like wearing it for an interview, whatever. Like, you know, a lot of people wear a lot of different shit but when he wore it i said the when it was a problem in cleveland was when he wore it to the indians game when they were playing the yankees in the playoffs that was not like come on you can't just wear like an indians thing just like, a, even though just a not, kid yeah. from akron yeah like well he so he grew up a yankees fan and a cowboys fan because you know he <laughs> likes to root for winners because you know you're growing up out of the hood you don't get a lot of, so that's why he was that's fair so he but I mean, the Yankees, you know, in our lifetime and Cowboys in our lifetime haven't been great, but they were in the 90s. They were really good. And that's when he, so he was growing up. So that's why he rooted for them coming out of there. But I was like, you couldn't just wear an Indians thing that time when they were playing them. And I want to give you a chance here. Anything so far that you've seen on the keynote that 
you have disagreements with, you feel is unfairly I mean, framed. I'm assuming Adam looked these up and this is what he said. But I don't mean, I don't remember them. I didn't watch the interviews personally. But I <laughs> I, I said I think I, I think I said at the beginning, I said, I do think LeBron's the best basketball player ever. And I do think he's gotten to be a better human. I think he started off, like I said, when he was young and like super talented, and he's like in this 23, 22-year-old kid, and he's the best in the world. He kind of was a shitty person. Well, right? we, 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 we got 11 years to go. So 29, 22. <laughs> 11 years ago. Okay, so. But he gets better, in my opinion. As a human. As a human, in, yeah. in my opinion. He gets better. He, this is where his lower point. This is his lower point. Okay. Because also, to interject, I heard like, you know, I've heard stories like like he was a bad tipper. Like, you know, young 21-year-old millionaire. He would go out and get, you know, $10,000 meals and leave like, you know, $100 tip. How do you eat $10,000 worth of food? Oh, I don't know. I mean, you're buying a lot of alcohol. Yeah. You're buying like $100 bottles of wine and stuff like that. I mean, we could do it. I could easily do it. And we will do it sometime. And sometime, yeah. Someday we will. And I will. Next weekend? But but it's like he would leave like shitty tips. 100 bucks on a $10,000. Yeah. Yeah. Like like shitty tips. Uh, I heard a story of like my friend's dad saw him at a gas station one time like filling up like in Bath, which is where he lived, and was like, oh, had a ball in his car. I was like, will you sign this ball? And LeBron's like, no, I won't do that, right? I'm like, why wouldn't you just sign the ball? So like, he, I think he started off as like a young kid, like, you know, you know, doesn't really know how things work. So I think he started off bad, but in what I'm saying is I think he gets better. But this point is, I mean, like I said, I hated when he was, you know, he was young and cocky. I hated when I think you're going to get to this, but he takes off. The Celtics, yeah, when he takes off his jersey and leaves the court. Yeah, I didn't like that. When he did that, I was like, damn it, this is the last time we're going to see LeBron in a Cavs jersey. Because I was like, he's probably going to leave this summer. And I was like, I hated that. I mean, I don't care as much about the handshakes. I I mean, yeah, it's a better look to shake the hands. Personally, I don't give a fuck, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sure there's times in heated battles I've left without shaking people's hands. But But then a week later, would you then then say... Winners don't shake hands. I probably wouldn't have said that. While wearing a Yankees hat. <laughs> Chris is a good guy. I don't think Chris would say that. So, by the way, then in the 2009-2010 season, the Cavs lose to the Celtics again. Now, prior to the series, that, now this is a big point for me that me and Chris disagree on. LeBron has his team leak an elbow issue to the press. Therefore, setting up an excuse for if he loses. LeBron's elbow isn't doing too well. LeBron has an elbow issue. Now, this is a thing he, he does for a while. No, no, he continues. This is a this is a this becomes a pattern. Okay, I'm trying to set up patterns here. <laughs> he leaks. I have an elbow issue. Right? It's like when Still Mahomes place. was Still in. Place. It's like when Mahomes was in the uh, Super Bowl this year, and they leaked he had a toe issue. Yeah, yeah, leaked no. the fake toe issue. They leaked he had. A I didn't hear concussion. anything. <laughs> By the way, that was a valid thing. We saw him on the fucking we saw the field. Turf toe. Like he drank a four loco. Well, that was a concussion, not the toe. <laughs> okay, no, I know, but I'm saying that was more valid, right? And we saw him limping around with the toe. When it got to the Super Bowl, you didn't hear anything about. No, I. Oh, yeah, I'm still seeing. Oh man, my toe. He never said it. That's the difference. Patrick Mahomes is a class act. Okay, Patrick <laughs> Mahomes says nothing. There's no excuse. I'm here. To I'm compete. going out there. When he lost, he didn't come and be like, "Oh, my fucking toe was killing." He didn't do any of that. He was like, we should have played better, blah, blah, blah. 
LeBron, this becomes a pattern, and you know where I'm getting with the hand and everything with the Golden State Warriors. Can't ever let any. Okay, I'm getting off. Twenty nine. Getting off track. Getting, <laughs> getting off getting track. Hot. Can't get any. Can't give anyone credit. Right. Just like it's getting hot. It's getting hot. <laughs> <laughs> <Can't>, <laughs> it's getting a little toasty. For those on the audio only, Chris just took off a St. Patrick's themed sweatshirt, and underneath was nothing else but. A full Nike NBA <laughs> Cavaliers 23 jersey. <laughs> and we're live. It is hotter now. It's getting hot in here. I didn't lose the long sleeve. God, those biceps look good. <laughs> so. I'm going to tuck this guy now. <laughs> so. That was amazing. That was great. It's getting hot. I had this plan for weeks. <laughs> so. Can't give anyone credit, by the way. We'll get into that, though. Okay. So, in the 2009-2010 season, okay. So, this would be, okay, least the elbow issue, whatever. That becomes a pattern. LeBron then goes on another, I'm establishing pattern. How do you do? Yeah. Shoots 20% on 14 shots and scores 15 points in the elimination game. While losing, he removes his Cavs jersey as he walks out of the tunnel. In front of cameras, of course, he has to. Becomes an unrestricted free agent. Okay, that's that's where LeBron lost me right there. Hate let's, this slide. Let's get into the decision. Hate okay? this. I remember watching. This was like a big oh. deal. Everybody I will tuned never in. forget where I was. Everybody tuned in. I, I was over at Buddy's places. We all put down the poker chips, put down the cards, walked to a separate room from the TV, popcorn, watched the decision. Might have been one of the worst times of my life. <clears throat> yeah, I was in Gainesville. I watched it with my brother. I was at my parents' house on their couch. Where we were you? Knew. We all knew. I was in uh, Palm City, Florida. Ben, okay. ben Gubernick's house. Got it. In Jordan's. Now I'm doing my parallel again. In Jordan's seventh season, he wins a championship. <laughs> in LeBron's seventh season, he makes a decision. <laughs> he decides it's a good idea to broadcast this decision on national TV. Now, there's another pattern I'm setting up. He uses children and charity as a reputation shield for the first time. Okay. <laughs> Now, this is getting into a deeper, darker... You are slicing this apart. I love it. Yeah, this is getting into a deeper, darker LeBron that you don't think is happening, but is definitely happening. So he's using children and charity as a reputation shield, right? He's got them all around. Okay, just like kind of like what Michael Jackson used to do. Yes, Um, Just like... (laughs) Jared from Subway used to do. Jared from Subway. Well, he did... Jared from Subway used to go and and talk to grade schools, by the way. Scary. Like like inspirational stuff. So here we are. Setting it up as a reputation shield. I'll get into that later. Has this one-hour TV event using the guise of charity. That being said, also works on a barter syndication deal with ESPN so that his management team can sell <gasps> ads in exchange for the pleasure of talking with Brun. Who knows where that money went, by the way? Yeah. Shielding, kids, <laughs> charity, works a side deal that then goes to his management team and has and LeBron doesn't have to touch the money at all. And you're it's genius. And I think it's genius. I think it's amazing. <laughs> and I think he's a great hey, LeBron James is very smart. Okay. I'll give him that. He's he's an evil genius. <laughs> so nobody knows about that. Okay. So anyway, moving on. This is the problem I had with the decision. 
He told no one in the Cavs organization what he planned to do until that morning. Claims to have made the decision that morning, Chris. Made that decision uh, <laughs> back in the Olympics, for sure. 100%. Yeah, the Olympics, for sure. It was not that morning. Lied on national television in front of children. Refers to his talents. Look, Kobe did this too, so. But Kobe was coming right out of high school when he said, I'm taking my talents to the NBA. LeBron should have known not to say taking my talents to South Beach, yeah. which was, was a ode to Kobe, which was a rehearsed line. It's like, no, like who, who, when you rehearsed it, no one said anything. <laughs> no one was like, that's probably not what you should say. <laughs> you know, normal folks, they don't want to hear you take your talent somewhere else. Don't play the stupid video. Him stupid no, no, pleasure. no, 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 no. It's going to take too long. <laughs> I need to get you know what? Can I try something right now? Yeah, what do you want? I'm going to try and switch the batteries. Let's do it. I'm going to try and switch the batteries because right. I think this warrants further discussion. Hot pause. Oh, what yeah. do you care? What do I care? Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> what, do you, what, do you, what do you mean? What do I care? Sunday because, punch? Because, dude, we're coming on an hour 20. We're taking our first I still wanna, break. We're, we're taking, taking our first, our first break. intermission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have Brian edit this in and I'm going to try and wrangle this camera Let's to work. It. Let's but, do it. We got more to go. And we got Barbie Schmerter. I got a jersey underneath this jersey. <laughs> and we got Bobby Schmerter. Bobby Schmerter. Well, we got 10 more okay. slides. I'm going to take a quick break here. Pause. Okay, I think that's a good pause. It's a good pause. Okay, we're in the middle of the decision. Okay, I pausing. Decision. And uh, we'll come back after these brief non-messages. <laughs> 60 iterations off the central finite curve. There's a Rick that works more with wood than polarity plating. His name is Simple Rick, but he's no dummy. He realized long ago that the greatest thing he'd ever create was his daughter. I love daddy! We captured that moment. We run it on a loop through Simple Rick's mind. And the chemical that makes his brain secrete goes into every Simple Rick's Simple Wafer's wafer cookie. Come home to the impossible flavor of your own completion. Come home to Simple Rick. And welcome back. Uh, I hope you enjoyed those uh, those messages from our sponsors <laughs> at Simple Ricks. And um, so we're back, okay? We're back at the decision for LeBronathan. Hate it. He refers to his talents. I believe that's where I left off. Yes. Okay. So right after this, I'll have another. Right after this uh, decision that he broadcast on national TV. Using children P as a body shield. PR nightmare, by the way. But anyway, Michael Jordan said afterwards that he would never have teamed up with Magic and Larry Bird. But I'll give it to LeBron here. Says that it's not a bad thing. It's an opportunity these kids have today. After he prefaced that he'd never do it. Class. <laughs> Anyways, so PR nightmare, right? Fucking all over the airwaves that this is such a terrible thing to do. People are in the streets in Cleveland burning the – Burning. Burning. I actually, this was my original LeBron jersey. I didn't burn it. Yeah, but you thought about it. I thought about it. Yeah. Wow. I just left it in my closet for about, what was it? Oh, four years. <laughs> you know. Four so dark years. People are in the streets. They're burning the LeBron jerseys, right? Taking down his posters, all that stuff. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. Now, this is another hmm. crutch that he uses, and this is getting into the LA years. that he. Hmm. This is how he gets into race and race relations. LeBron then figures out that using race for the first time can explain away the PR failure. Okay, this is the seed, right? 
this is complicated shit. He's got okay. a lot of levels. This is complicated shit. I know you look at LeBron, you forget about, I never forget. I remember every detail. Okay. <laughs> so he says to uh, this, he says, I think race was a factor in the fallout from the decision. There's always, you know, a race factor. What was the race factor of the decision? Oh, because it was not LeBron. Again, never LeBron's fault, remember? Yeah. Can't affect LeBron's image. Jordan Crawford dunking over him, okay? Right. Not shaking hands. Winners don't shake hands. Yeah. Obviously, the decision is not his fault. It's because he's black, right? Two sports columnists immediately criticized James for injecting race into the issue, both African-American. They say there's an excuse to just avoid dealing with his own bad decision. At the time. Now, these, this has changed. This the whole narrative has changed. Okay, now, moving forward. Coffee break. I want to take a little, little wine break here. Wine okay? break. Now, at this point in time, this is where LeBron has completely lost me and Chris at this point in time, right? Oh, I'm gone. Yeah. I'm like, out. At, I'm like, out. At this point in time... Back then. Hated him. Yeah, hated him. Hated him. Which I might add is impressive because at this point, he's coming to Miami where you he's coming are to, living and working. I'm living and working. Yeah. Okay. Coffee break. The only way to well, living and going to school. Going to school. No. No. I was, I was in Miami. I was at UF. Yeah. You were at US college. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. my family lived in, like, my brother was in my, right. Whatever. Doesn't matter. But I want to take a little coffee break here because the only way to describe – this is where LeBron turns into a vile, evil, disgusting rat. And the only way to try to truly understand his despicable ways – and I recommend everybody do this. Read Winners Take All. It's a New York Times bestseller. A groundbreaking investigation into how the elite claim to want to change the world in an effort to shield their own reputation – and LeBron, from this point forward, does every strategy in this book. Read the book. Look at LeBron's career after the decision and after that he leaves Miami. And you'll see the fucking playbook in this book. I can't wait to read this book. Okay, So there you go. That's, that's just setting it up. Now, we're in the Miami Heat years. This is when even Chris hated LeBron. Which is striking that Chris then comes back. I mean, uh, like foreshadowing. Forgiving guy. Comes back and and forgives all of this. Anyways, seemingly unaware of his perceived egotistical image, claims he will win seven championships (laughs) during the Miami introduction. Now again. Hated that video. Now again. No, 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 no. No, this is an important point because Chris, no, this is an important point because Chris earlier said when he chose 23, he didn't realize the pressure he was putting on himself. Mm. What's the excuse here? I don't know if he's realized the pressure. I just think he chose it because it was his favorite player. Like you didn't choose a number when you played because your favorite player? (laughs) This is what I'm saying, dude. You're, you're, again, giving him the break. I think LeBron's way more intelligent than you give him credit for. I think even back then he knew the pressure. What is 14 year old pick at number 23? What is the excuse? There's no excuse. What is the excuse for him then putting all of that pressure on himself again? I loved when he, I, for not one, but I loved not two, not three, not four, not five, not not six, six. not (laughs) seven. And then he ends. So apparently eight or nine or whatever. Plus seven. Plus seven. So puts all that pressure on himself. Again, and then this was when he and they like walked the out on the whole thing. The best part about LeBron is then then he forgets he does all of these things and is like, 
why am I the villain? He does this all <laughs> is always the victim role for LeBron. At this point in time, named the most hated NBA player by Bleacher. Wow. Can't figure out how to embrace the villain role. Now, this is the the point I make about LeBron. If he would have accepted the villain role, I would have liked him again. Because it's like, I don't give a fuck what you he, think. It's genuine. I wonder if he could go back in time and realize if he just accepted it, Adam would like him if he would do it. <laughs> if I could just do make think Adam he would happy. Look, do it. No, 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 no. I'm in branding. I'm in advertising, right? Right. At this point in time, I would have recommended to LeBron embrace the villain role. Be I think he as, tried to do be that. Be as hateable as possible. Jordan would have loved that. Now, this has <laughs> gone back to the Jordan comparisons, right? LeBron is, is like, unaware of everything and, and wants to be liked so bad. Jordan couldn't give a shit. He would have embraced this shit, become the villain, and won anyway, mm-hmm. right? Okay. He's confused. LeBron is confused by the animosity towards him. Then admits to your boy Brian Winhorst. No one more of the Mr. Bi- Bad Guy. One of the biggest LeBron groupies out there. Admits that the negativity affected his performance in the book LeBron James, No More Mr. Bad Guy. So, this year. After claiming to win seven championships, putting that pressure on himself, gets to the NBA Finals and is defeated by the Dallas Mavericks. Loved that. Remember where I was. I rem- always remember where I was. I was in was. Ocean City, Maryland. I was and in- I watched until like 4 a.m. Yep, yep, me too. Toledo, Ohio. I was at a bar just buying shots for rando people. People <laughs> buying rando shots for me was awesome. I was in Malaga, Spain with... <laughs> oh, God. Oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> never mind. Well, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like With I thought Kyle, I wanna I was in Ocean City, Maryland. Yeah. I was in I was in Ohio. I thought I was better than that. Like Ohio was really cheering. Kyle and Forrest. Oh, and then he's like, I, I'm in the <laughs> Yeah, well actually I lied. I was on the moon. <laughs> Oh, you weren't on Mars? Yeah. I was in Spain with a hot chick. Kyle, Forrest, two amazing Texas A&M Aggies. Love those gentlemen. Um, And I were all there, both from Texas, mind you. Both Dallas guys. Both Dallas guys. Love that. I'm from Florida. We agree. No one will look at highlights, playoffs, anything, because we're in the future. Now, were you rooting for the Heat? I was rooting for the Heat. Oh, we're in the future. You were rooting for the rooting Heat. We're rooting for the Heat. Okay. He's a Florida guy. So we would come back the following day after class and watch the games. Yeah. Ooh. Interesting. Abysmal. Interesting. Abysmal to watch. <sighs> okay. Gets to oh, that finals. God, a, okay, he it. gets to that finals. Fucking Is defeated by the Dallas Mavericks in 2010, 2011. I it. stayed up all night watching all of the press conferences. I was so happy that he so lost. Was I. So was I. LeBron, theme. Let's get back to the theme here. LeBron averages 17.8 points per game mm. in this series. An 8.9 point drop from the regular season. The largest point drop in the league history. Between. It's never been done. Okay, so people forget that LeBron choked the fuck out of that finals. He averaged only three points in the fourth quarter of this series. Immediately after this loss, again, it's it's LeBron's world. We just live in it. Tells critics that they still have personal problems and his life is great. (laughs) 
Tomorrow, you have to wake up. Tomorrow, you have to go to back to your personal problems. And you know what? I'm going to keep living my life, and I'm going to keep doing that. That's what he said. So immediately, never – this is a pattern, dude. Never learns his lesson. Mm-hmm. Never learns his lesson. And I want to establish that he never learns his lesson because we're in fucking year – like, what is this? He was, Eight? He was drafted in 2003. Dude, so, yeah. We're – we're we're past the point of of okay rookie is this yeah like young guy blah blah <laughs> he doesn't learn his lesson and I'm gonna get to this point right here oh this was his lowest of the low yeah but I'm gonna get to this point he hasn't changed his representation his team has changed and they are awesome and Rich Paul is a genius anyways the Miami Heat ears after the Dallas loss I just want to put back into the parallel. In comparison, in Jordan's eighth year, he beats Portland and averages 35.8 points a game, four rebounds, and six and a half assists while shooting 53% from the floor. Now, the point of this is, in my personal opinion, given the same roster, given the same opponent, Jordan would have beaten that Mavericks team and clearly would have averaged more than 17.8 points a game. Clearly would have. I mean, I look look at that point, but point differential. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think I think this double. Is, this was like I said, this was LeBron's low point. He he hates when people don't like him. Yeah. So you know, being the most hated player of, I mean, you know, leaving Cleveland the way he did. Like I said, if he would have left Cleveland, I get it. You know, they tried to build around him. It just so happened to be that you know the big three went to Boston and you know made like a super team there so that kind of sucked and i he was trying to recruit people to cleveland no one wanted to come to cleveland so if he would have just left cleveland i get it but the way he did it with the decision was absolutely brutal and like tore our hearts out um so but he decided that morning chris yeah okay (laughs) he definitely decided that previous summer um so the way he did it tore our hearts out and was brutal and like you know it didn't really allow the Cavs to plan for anything because they thought you know he was coming back um I think then him being the most hated player definitely 100% affected, you know, that season. You know, they didn't mesh. They didn't start out great. I think, but they lost their first game, and that was Dwayne Wade's, you know, famous saying, no one expected us to go 82-0, and right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I love that. I use that saying all the time whenever you lose something. Um, but, you know, they didn't start out great. They weren't gelling great. Then they started getting on a little bit of a roll, and then, you know, they got to the championship, and it 100% affected him because I do agree I think this is the one time I agree that if you put Michael on that team, Jordan would beat the Mavs. Mm. But I, I still think like if you put Jordan on all the Bulls teams, Jordan wins or LeBron wins all those championships. But Michael would definitely have won this one. And I agree with that. He would definitely have won LeBron this one. LeBron is a great basketball player. My point is, and this is going to get into my main point, is after his team figures it out, right? LeBron's the same person. So, LeBron so- is the same dipshit Douchebag. So what transitions are made around now? Yes. Okay. So Jordan would have won. Anyways. Jordan would have beat the Mavs. Yeah. Jordan would have beat the Mavs, right? Okay. So this is a huge point in LeBron's career, and it's because of the people around him. Okay. Rich Paul, genius, leaves the representation, leaves the agency CAA, starts a new agency called Clutch Sports at this point in time. LeBron James joins him and leaves his former agent, Leon Rose, at CAA. Now, this is my main point. 
LeBron is a dick. LeBron's a douchebag. LeBron uses children and charity as reputation shields. He he was beginning to do it, but he did he he did the the children and re, and uh, and charity reputation shields poorly. Rich Paul knows how to do it correctly. Correctly. This is the beginning of a carefully crafted image that LeBron currently has. So, in 2011-2012, James wins the MVP. He even has, I mean, I mean, we all remember. I was uh, oh, I was at UF at a frat party and I just I gave up on all the the female pursuits of the night because LeBron James was having that good of a night. He was destroying the Celtics in a in a yeah. usual game and where I LeBron would show. hated it. Because I was, I mean, I, he knows, I hate the Celtics. But I was really rooting for the I actually, like I said, I hated LeBron when he was in Miami. But it was also kind of fun because I rooted for every team the Heat played. Like it was the fucking Cavs, like in the playoffs or in the championship. And it like, I loved, it was, it was fun to watch. But yeah. I fucking hated the Celtics for losing that because mm-hmm. they had them. And I thought this was going to go back to the pattern of – but to, to, to LeBron's credit, he's older now, right? Um, he's, he's been around the block. He knows what he's doing. He didn't leak any elbow issues or anything. But he, he keeps those in his back pocket. He, he keeps those in They're his around. back pocket. He came out and he fucked – dude, that was one – I think that's – sure I think that's LeBron's best game ever. Second best. So he wins – no, no. You're referring to when he won, right? No, I'm referring to when he dismantled the Detroit Pistons. Oh, you like that one better? Twenty. That was his best. Perf- I mean, to me, this is, a, to me this was better because it was like so much pressure. The Celtics, a lot were of pressure. So good. I mean, it's true. It, it, you could you could argue either way. When I watched him dismantle the Detroit Pistons by scoring, I forget what it was like twenty five straight or like twenty eight yeah. of the last twenty nine. Yeah, nobody else it was scored. Un- Believable, yeah, unbelievable. I'll never forget again where I was. That I was in Steubenville, Ohio, at a basketball uh, wow. shootout. Myself, like my me and my high school teammates, oh. were at staying in a hotel in Steubenville for like a basketball tournament and watching it on the TV. And wow. it was it was unreal. Yeah, that's dope. Unreal. Personal opinion, I think this one was way bigger just because the Celtics were always his nemesis. This one was big for sure. They they're the ones that beat his ass every year. And this it was a monster it was, game. It was the Jordan Detroit thing. This was him getting over the hump, right? Okay, so he scores 44, 45 points in that game, gets fifteen rebounds. That's fucking huge. I mean, that's major, right? And then they win in game seven. Then wins the championship and against a very talented, but I will admit, young. very young OKC team featuring Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, and James Harden. James Harden coming off the bench. He averages sixth man of the year. That crazy, week. yeah, crazy. He averages twenty eight point six points, ten rebounds, and seven point four assists. Fantastic numbers, but. In my personal opinion, Jordan would have also beaten this team given the same roster and opponent. Agreed. Okay. So, in comparison, Jordan wins his third game. And consecutive- I hated that. I was sick to my stomach and was. I thought cursing. they were going to win because they won the first game like, yes. uh, so convincingly. And Kevin Durant was going off. And I was like, oh yeah. my God, he's amazing. And Kevin Durant at that point in time was remember, Dwayne Wade tried to guard him. He made the shot and he said, too small. Yep. And Kevin Durant was, I mean, he was a, I mean, he is a monster. He's yeah. an alien. Kevin Durant is probably the best scorer of all time. Now, no, I know you're no, going to say, no. I don't know. No, 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 no. 
seven foot tall, can shoot and dribble and drive. I don't know. Steph man. Curry's the best shooter of all time. Best shooter, Steph Curry, for sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. Score. Best, best score. Best score. I don't know, dude. I don't know about that. I mean, Michael's there. Harden's there. Yeah, Michael's Michael's the best scorer of all time. I don't know, man. Cade. Did you see those numbers for Portland? By the way, Michael never went to a game seven in the. Don't finals. get me started on Portland, though. Oh, I'm sorry. Is Clyde Drexler not good enough for you? A Hall of Fame player? <laughs> Clyde Drexler's good. Clyde Drexler's good. I, but I do believe of all of the finals opponents they have both played, I think that Portland team was the weakest. Maybe the Suns were, actually. I think the Suns. Suns. No way. The Suns were a great team. I think the Suns were the weakest. of. Well, that's a good segue because we're right here. In comparison, Jordan wins his third consecutive championship against the Phoenix Suns and MVP of the entire league, Chris, Charles Barkley. Yeah, Charles Barkley is a great player. The Suns were a great team. They would have won if Jordan didn't exist. They would have gone on a fucking maybe won two, maybe won three if Jordan didn't exist. You look it up. And, and guess how many points Jordan averaged in that? 41. And, and it didn't stop there. Jordan is not just on the court with Jordan. <laughs> Jordan was going and playing golf with Charles this whole time. All right. And fucking mentally warping him before all of these games. Every finals opponent between LeBron and MJ, the lowest ranked team was the 1993 Suns. I disagree. Okay. Uh, yeah, lowest ranked according to who? They had the they had Charles Barkley. The net rating that is I don't know composed from NBA.com. That sounds pretty legit. But no, Adam doesn't agree. Well, so, I so don't it goes, agree because I make up these motherfucking stats every day at my job. Oh well, you know this. Well, well, percentage wise, this is this. I can make anything sound like anything. I just I'm telling you what the net rating just is. Just tell me the net rating saying the Suns so were the lowest. Golf. Okay, so you don't think Charles Barkley is good. No, I think Charles Barkley's very good. <laughs> Charles Barkley's a very good player. Hold on. But a team as a whole. Okay. Anyway. Suns, then the well, Suns. I'm just giving you the facts. Jordan <laughs> averaged forty one a game in that series and beat the Suns against MVP of the league, Charles Barkley. But he also won- LeBron would have won that series on the board. Yes, he would. Yes. And I agree with you on that. Yeah. But we're, we're, Jordan's up one because he would have beaten the Mavericks. In what and would, he will always be because he definitely would have beat the Mavericks. Yeah. In what would be his 10th season, Michael Jordan retires from basketball for the first time. Now, this is what gets a little bit lost in this comparison. Jordan didn't come from high school. So there's a couple of years. Jordan retired twice. Well, the first time. Imagine if Jordan didn't retire in that season. Oh, yeah. He but might he, have won seven. He also, you know, rumor has it, had to retire because of his gambling. Like, he didn't mm-hmm. retire on his own. It was the whole gambling problem where he, the NBA was like, we're going to suspend well, you or you can. Well, it's pretty well. I'm, I'm going to allow your conspiracy theory because I have a conspiracy theory. <laughs> I know you LeBron. do. I know you do. <laughs> Okay. I, but that okay, one's so, pretty well known okay. that, you know, he had yeah. because and like I said, I don't want to say something off, but like like his dad's death. A lot of people are tying into like his gambling problem. That right? that is one thing I will say was weird. Yeah. So people he, don't just get shot on a random highway. Yeah. In, in the Carolina. middle of. Yeah. So that's so what I say. He Jordan, you know, had a big gambling thing. He was a big competitor. And I think the NBA had a problem with him. Gambling it was like, listen. We're either going to suspend you publicly for this or you're going to, like, you know, retire. So he's like, I'll retire. I'm going to try to go to baseball. And then 
and like I said, I don't have anything to prove this. I wasn't there. It was the nineties, but like this is, you know, pretty well documented. Yeah. Well, in the last dance, David. But if yeah, yeah. if in he didn't dance, retire, David Stern says that wasn't the case. If he didn't retire, for sure. I I mean, they would have brought it out. Rest in peace, David Stern. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. My point is, if that didn't exist, he probably wouldn't want a seven. <laughs> Meanwhile. LeBron continues his 10th season, 2012-2013, and averages 26.8 points, 8 rebounds, 7.3 assists. He makes it in the NBA Finals against the Spurs and is criticized by ESPN for his lack of aggressiveness and, that. again, poor shot selection as Miami falls behind 2-3. Now, let's remember, oh, in Game 6, game. Oh. Now let's remember, in Game 6, Kawhi Leonard game. misses a key free throw in the final minute. That would have put them up so four. I love this game. LeBron then goes down the floor, and LeBron himself misses the three-pointer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, remember that. Which is then rebounded and kicked out to Ray Allen for a three-point make. Yeah. Hated, Amazing shot. Hated if that, that If none game. of those things happen, LeBron loses again, again in the final. sick to my stomach because the Spurs, first of all, got to make a free throw. Kawhi makes that. Make Game's probably throw. over. Okay, misses the free throw. Gotta get a rebound. You get one rebound, game's probably over. Doesn't do that. Doesn't happen. Gotta get a closeout on Ray Allen. Doesn't do that. And then you got a chance to win overtime, and they don't do that. And you got a chance to win game seven, and then they don't. I was beside yeah, myself. So many things had to go wrong. Because I was, I was like the number one Spurs fan of all time. People from San Antonio. I just love the, just love the way that Popovich coaches those teams to play basketball. Yeah. It's just yeah. beautiful ball. And he's amazing. Let's remember, LeBron. If it wasn't for Ray Allen would have lost in other finals. And Kawhi Leonard missing a free throw. Anyways, LeBron, and in my personal opinion, Michael Jordan wins that same series as well. LeBron continues his 11th season, 2012-2013, averages 27, 6.9, 6.4 assists. Makes the NBA Finals and gets dismantled by the Spurs. LeBron's finals record is 2-3. Clinic. Should have been... One clinical four. basketball. That Clinic. was awesome basketball. The Spurs. best team basketball I've ever seen in a series. Yep. Yeah. And it was amazing to watch. And I loved every second of it. And it was like, like I was, like I said, people from San Antonio weren't rooting for the Spurs as hard as I was. It was yeah. awesome. Incredible. I mean, it was game. amazing. Incredible series. Did, did they win four one? Something like that. It was. I mean, it was not. It was, close. It was dismantling. Four one or four two. Yeah, I think it was four two. Four two. It was. I mean, every game. I mean, the Spurs looked. I mean, they were by far the better team. Yeah. Yeah. Right. By far, they were yeah, amazing. Dude, Boris Diaw was fucking lighting it up there. Seriously. Boris Diaw was killing. Patty Mills was killing. Oh yeah. I All mean, over you it. had Danny Green was hitting a lot of threes. Yep. Then, yeah. you, of course, you had Duncan and Parker and Ginobili and Kawhi Leonard. God, what a team! Like their team was amazing. Yeah, that was a dope team. I love Popovich was. Out coaching, Spol- I at the time didn't think Spolster was a very good coach because I, I also was like, you know, I could coach Chris Bosch, Dwayne Wade, and LeBron James. <laughs> but I mean, P- Gary Spolster is a good coach. I was just, I was mad at the time. Yeah. But Popovich like ran a clinic. Like yeah. he was amazing. It, that was, Let me show you how it's done. That was the best team basketball I've ever witnessed. Yeah, that was incredible. Meanwhile, meanwhile, <laughs> Rich Paul. Yeah, okay. So LeBron, by the way, doesn't win. I would like to. Reference back. He does not win seven championships. In fact, he goes fifty <laughs> percent. Loved it. <laughs> Sensing difficulty in the upcoming years, LeBron and Rich Paul begin thinking about options, and more Rich Paul begins thinking about options. Now, 
as you'll see on the <laughs> next slide, it just it just sort of ends because as I did put, this is where I got on my eighth hour of the LeBron <laughs> keynote. As you can see, I put much research into the the, the previous slide. I got it all up here in the Cleveland return. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm hoping Chris can can help me in the in the Cleveland return years because as you see, I I was saving this next slide for later in the presentation of uh of 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 perception versus reality and uh we'll get into this later but in 2016 lebron slides into the <laughs> DM. right now well yeah i mean well we're not going to comment on it right now but i just want to preface oh, it no and, comments and no comments i'm going to say it we're going to talk about it later and then we're going to get into the cleveland years because i'm jumping right. ahead but okay, okay, okay. i just want to preface this as i have to actually work at a normal job <laughs> <laughs> most of the time. And I ran out of time. Playing just, Aladdin most and, of the time. And I ran out of time. And I ran out of time on this presentation. So it just sort of ends. But this was I was saving this for the slide about perceptions versus reality. And this was just about LeBron James and how he cheats on his wife. And this is just a, a foundation of that. And Never what, proven. Oh, no comments. Never proven. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Chris also thinks OJ never did it. Anyways, <laughs> in 2016, slides into the DMs of then 18-year-old Rachel Bush. In 2017, slides into the DMs of then 18-year-old Heidi Hoback by saying, and, and I was going to put screenshots up here. Um, he says to Heidi Hoback, hey, 18-year-old hot Instagram model. Not quote for quote. No, no, no. Not quote for quote. But but this he is, says quote. That's not the quote. Hey, eighteen year old hot Instagram. Model. Okay, no. I'm gonna say the exact quote, and then I'm gonna tell you exactly what he was thinking. <laughs> the exact quote is: "You teach me how to hunt, and I'll teach you how to play basketball." <laughs> so what he was so obviously LeBron, with all of his money and connections, thought, "Who could I connect? I want to hunt. I want to go hunting." Should I call up Joe Rogan? Should I see who he knows and connect with a hunter? You know, some guy that Tons really of options. Tons he's been of out options. with a bow. He's been out with a rifle. He knows how to hunt. No. Should I do that? No. I think I should go to this hot 18-year-old Instagram model who happens to have a gun in one of her photos and then say, you teach me how to hunt and I'll teach you how to play NBA basketball. It's as innocent as they come. <laughs> Obviously, he meant nothing else by it. I mean, all of us as men know that sometimes False. we DM hot chicks on Instagram asking for helpful advice with no ulterior motives. <laughs> Anyways, in I'm uh, okay, but uh, let's not comment. I'm moving on. No comment. Urza Halidi, the wife of Denver Broncos tight end, puts on her Instagram story. Am I the only one not a fan of LeBron? I guess I've never been a fan of guys that cheat on their wives. Tagged Sophia Jamora, who she was in a fight with at the time. Who's now, Sophia Jamora? Doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> Why would the wife of a Denver Broncos tight end have any beef with LeBron at all to make up this story? Doesn't matter. Let's move on. We're going to come back to all of these points. I want to get to the Cleveland years. Cleveland return. Now, I do. We were at the decision again. What? What? Okay. Well, oh, God. About the red flags. Okay. But we know where we're, oh, we're, you know, we know where we're going. We're back. We're back. We're, we're back. back. So this is the most, and this is really what I, I wanted to take it. Again, always remember where I was. Med school, in the library. For the Cleveland return. 
for the Cleveland return yeah. when I re- heard LeBron was coming back to Cleveland. Like I said, this is another thing that you're always initial thoughts. Was. Initial thoughts. Initial thoughts was back. bittersweet because you know I hate him forever. Yeah. Um, I was happy he was coming back to Cleveland. You know, because like obviously I'm a big Cavs fan. Um, I had watched a lot of bad Cavs basketball over the last four years. Yeah. Um, so I was happy he was coming back. I was a little bittersweet because, you know, there was still the bitter taste in my mouth. I was like, should I still root for him? Even though like, you know, he's kind of an asshole the first time, blah, blah, blah. But then, you know, I mean, this is where Adam and I disagree. You know, he did the whole, he's coming home. He did. And like I said, Adam can say his piece. I know he thinks he came home for a different reason. I do. And he probably could. He definitely, you know, picked the Cavs because like if the Cavs didn't have Kyrie Irving, was it a push? Was it a pull? What, what got in there? A little bit of both? Uh, well, a couple reasons. One, definitely having Kyrie Irving, right, was a key plus. If they didn't have Kyrie Irving, he probably doesn't want to come to Cleveland as much. But, you know, Kyrie's a young star. Mm-hmm. Um, very good. Um, the fact that, you know, he had unfinished business in Cleveland, I think definitely had a draw on him. He kind of, you know... it as much of it left a bitter taste in our mouths when he left. I think he had a little bit of a bitter taste, but he had to go do what he had to do. And like I said, I don't fault him for that. I just wish he did it different the first time. Um, and I think he did realize, you know, the Spurs just put on a clinic. The way the Miami Heat was constructed, you know, Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh are both getting older. They're not what they quite were in their prime. And with them eating that salary cap up, they can't quite get a good team. So besides those three, right, the rest of their team was a little lacking. You know, yeah. you had an old Ray Allen. Mario way Chalmers. Past right. You had, like, Norris Cole out there. You had Joel Anthony. Udonis Haslam was, like, 40 at the time. I think he's Udonis. now 55. <laughs> I don't know. He's, like, never retiring. Um, Jawan Howard, the mission coach, was now on that team. So, like I said, yeah, they were just. To be, to, but to be fair, LeBron did pass up game winners to pass it to Udonis Haslam. So obviously, he had some confidence in him. Well, yeah, I mean, you're wide open NBA player. You got to hit that shot. Sure. Now Jordan would have done. Now, like I said, he, I think he came to Cleveland for multiple reasons, but I think one of them was. So I, I had, you know, when he said, "I'm coming home. I'm going to try to help win a championship." That was his goal. I was kind of like, okay, I can kind of forgive it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that's where I started coming back. I was still, the that season, I was a little bittersweet. And then, you know, I, I ended up coming around. So let me tell you how this actually works. <laughs> Rich Paul <laughs> spreads out all the teams on his board, okay? And then he says, okay. Animals there. No, no. I know how <laughs> PR and advertising work and brand building. Don't because get this- too hot again. I'll take this jersey off for my second jersey. <laughs> Which is a Space Jam LeBron jersey. <laughs> um, Rich Paul is a genius, okay? He knows what the fuck he's doing. He spread out all the teams because he's a brand builder, right? He worked at CAA. He knows about building brands, doing the PR campaigns. I bet you this is what happened because this is what I would do. You spread out all the teams, right? You know Dwayne Wade sucks at this point in time he's on the downslope right you know you just watched the spurs dismantle you lebron's not you know superman he's not gonna get you there by himself and win right and he'll get you there you yeah, need, consp- you need a team to win there's conspiracy theories i don't want to get too much into conspiracy theories because they're unproven but LeBron, there's there's Reddit forums of LeBron knew that Chris Bosh had blood clots. But anyways, so moving on, doesn't matter. (laughs) 
he spreads out all these teams on the board and thinks, okay, what is... Chris has just fucked with the mic. We're back. We're back. We're back. He spreads out all the teams. <laughs> Smart move. <laughs> he looks at the Cavs and he thinks, okay, I'd like to go back to the Cavs. And he's not, I'm not talking about LeBron. Rich Paul's doing this right now. Because we can shape LeBron's image and Kyrie is the man, mm -hmm. right? And we've already talked with Kevin Love and we know we can get him there, right? So all those things combined make Cleveland the most attractive option. Now, I'm sure they looked at other options. They weighed the pros and cons and they thought in the long term in brand building. But they didn't know they could get Kevin Love immediately. Well, they, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Because that wasn't on the radar until... You don't think LeBron talked to Kevin Love in text messages, dude? Hey, he had King to draft James. Andrew Wiggins first. <laughs> Which was a guarantee. It wasn't guaranteed. Jabari Parker was pretty good. Either one, they were going to trade. We're getting off track. LeBron knew. Joel Embiid LeBron is who knew. I wanted to bet. LeBron, LeBron knew he could get whoever he wanted at that point, too. Because he was, you know an established superstar, won a championship. It's no longer him referring to himself as King James winning nothing. He knew he could get a third piece. He knew Kyrie was dope. And he knew, Rich Paul, I'm referring to, he knew that going back to Cleveland long-term could then start rebuilding this brand of LeBron's a good person, which he's not. LeBron's still LeBron. LeBron just came off of being a dickhead. I mean, that was two years prior that he proved that he was. So Rich Paul convinces LeBron. He probably goes to LeBron and says, look, these are the options. He probably had like three or four teams. Said, Didn't he go to like the Bahamas to figure this out or something like that? Was I, he like in a compound in like the Bahamas? I don't know the details of that. But I bet you Rich Paul then says, look, my recommendation A would be Cleveland. You can restore your image. You can become a, a PR darling. You can also team up with a very talented player in Kyrie, and we can recruit a guy who's basically a younger Chris Bosh. Yeah. Then LeBron's like, yep, that makes sense to me. You know, I can build my brand. They write up the, P the press release. LeBron has nothing to do with it. They write all the I'm coming home, everything else. And then they make it look as if LeBron had this epiphany. I need to bring back a championship to Cleveland. If Kyrie wasn't there, LeBron wouldn't have come back to Cleveland at all. If Kyrie was not there. And in the Western Conference, the Golden State Warriors are rising throughout all of this. Was Getting that stronger. Yes, that's true. That's true. Rising throughout all of this. That's a great point because LeBron always... You have to think who yeah. you're playing. Yeah, and LeBron always... But loved they didn't play Golden State at all. At this point, it was the Spurs. No, no, yeah, but at this point... They were in the conversation. They were on the rise. They're on the rise, yeah. but they're like, you know, right now the Denver Nuggets or the Utah Jazz. Like, you're looking at the San Antonio Spurs. You're looking at the Clippers back then. They play them the, the next year, dude. Right. Yeah. But, but that's before people, like... Golden State wasn't the favorites that year. Golden State had to beat San Antonio. Golden State had to beat the Clippers. Yeah. And then they got there, right? Okay. But I think that, I and think that's everyone why I'm, knew. I think everyone knew. Not the beginning of the year. No way. Really? I, I, I would love to look at... I wonder if you... Can you look up like what were the odds at the beginning of that season to win the championship? I'll take a look. What year was that? 
20, it would have been 2016. Well, let's no, go back no, 2016 when they won. I'm an idiot. 2013, 2015. 14. 2013, 14 year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think. No, it would have been. No, dude. 14, last, 15. No. 14, 15. LeBron. His last year in Miami was 2012, 13. But he won the championship in Cleveland in 15, 16. They went a full year without winning. Oh, yeah. The first year they didn't yeah, win. because the Golden State beat them. Golden State beat them. And that, yeah. that was the first year. Yeah. So that's why I said, so in 14-15 NBA season, who was? Oh, it was Golden State. No way. Yeah, because Golden State beat them the prior year. No, that was Golden State's first year winning. 14-15 was the first year Golden State won. This is coming off of the year the Spurs just beat the Heat. Yeah, who won the championship after that year? Golden State. But who was favored that year Golden State won? Yeah, that's what, that's the question. 2014-2015. So what happened in 2013-14, though? That's when the Heat... Your timeline, your thing's off. No, it's not. No, that's, that's right, dude. 13-14 is when the uh, Spurs beat LeBron. I'm going to look it up, dude. I'm looking it up. 13-14, the Spurs beat LeBron. 12-13, LeBron beat the Spurs. 11-12, LeBron beat the Thunder. Oh, yeah, you're right. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I always yell at you guys when I'm in the weight room listening to how wrong you guys are until you guys look it up. I'm like, I was saying it the whole time. (laughs) I'm glad I could do it right now. So they lost in 2014-15 to the Warriors. Who was the favorite in 2014-15? I haven't. Like who started off the season as the Which Vegas? Team? Yeah, the Vegas odds at the start of that season. All right, I'm 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 manipulating some things. Right sure. There. I mean, it's probably hard to look up, but yeah, take your time. So I think because I still think the Cavs the would NBA have won that world series. Knew that Golden State was the the point that I think that Sean's trying to make, and that I agree with is that the NBA world knew that Golden State was coming. I don't think that. I don't see. I don't agree with that. I think they did. I don't think they knew they were coming until after that season, because you know, I mean, Steph Curry and Klay Thompson were good players, but they had never done anything yet. Draymond Green was almost. I mean, he was coming off the bench, right? He didn't even start till that season. Uh, Iguodala had just got there, so that was a good addition. But I don't think, right? I I think people knew they were a good team. I don't think they knew they were coming and this was going to be the future. Once they won, I think people were like, "Oh, this team is for real." Like Steph Curry and Klay Thompson are one of the best backcourts ever. Draymond Green actually is an amazing defender. Uh, you know, Andre Iguodala was a really underrated addition that came off the decided took the role to come off the bench, and then he was still their cl- like closer on the court. So this is this is twenty fourteen. By the way, before you do that. In 2013 and 14, when you say that no one knew about Golden State, they went 51 and 31. Oh, yeah, they were a good team. Yeah. I mean, so is Denver and Utah right now, though, right? But I wouldn't say anyone's saying, like, they're common. Well, they were only behind the Clippers and the Oklahoma City Thunder. Mm-hmm. They were right behind KD. Right. And that was when Blake Griffin. So what were the and, odds? And, yeah. What were the odds? So it looks like they were, I believe, would, they would have been fifth in the West, but the 2014-2015 NBA preseason odds were number one, Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number two, Spurs. 
Okay. Number three, OKC. Yep. Number four, Bulls, because that would have Derek been Rose, the, yeah. Yeah, the Derrick Rose years. Um, Clippers. Yep. Yeah. That's what I said. They got to get through the Blank Spurs Griffin. and the Clippers. Yeah. Then Mavs. Yep. Then Golden State Warriors. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's that's my point, is no one knew they were coming until they won, and then like, oh, this team's for real. Well, again, that still makes the same point, though. LeBron knew that he had the Spurs, the Clippers, and the Golden State Warriors to deal with. So what's the easiest? And the Mavs. And, and the Golden State Thunder. Yeah. And the Thunder. Yeah. But in the East. So in the East. In the East, you had to beat no the, Bulls. the Bulls. Yeah, the Bulls. Maybe the Pacers. Pacers, that was, a, I mean, Paul George, I liked, actually, I liked that Pacers team a lot. You yeah. Know? Did, uh, but obvi- obviously the East was way easier. For, oh, for sure. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. For so sure. LeBron and Rich Paul get together and they think, okay, we can we can be in the easier conference, right? None of the other teams, he's not going to any of the other teams. None of the other teams have that to offer, right? So we can be in the easier conference. You have Kyrie Irving, who we know is, is a legit all-star. And you can make it seem... Because and because of those two reasons, those were ninety percent of the reasons. But Rich Paul says, and because of these two reasons, Homecoming. we can make it seem like you care about Cleveland. But I, like I said, I but do think, think that was yeah, a factor. He was sold by the people. I, no, I do think it was a factor. I said it's not the number one factor. I do. I do agree. I think Kyrie Irving helped bring him back. Like. I mean, you're not going to go to a team that has literally zero talent, even though yeah. LeBron going to a team with zero talent would yeah. still make the playoffs. Yeah. Well, he could have gone to Chicago. He could. If he went to Chicago, that they would have They would have won everything, right? Yeah. Um, Because they already had an established Derrick Rose. They had established Jimmy Butler. Yeah. You know, Noah, that was back in his defensive yeah, prime. Taj Gibson. Team. He fits right. He takes out Luol Dang, and he slides. I mean, that team is winning the next four championships. Yeah, but Rich Paul says, dude, you can win a championship with Cleveland and make it seem like Brand. you you But there was there was that part. Image. Him coming to, you know, where he's from, he does have unfinished business because when he was there the first time, he said his goal was to bring a championship. He obviously didn't do that the first time. Um I do believe there is part of him that he's like, you know, it will look very good for my image if I go back there and win a championship, right? Especially Cleveland where they never win anything. Football, basketball, baseball. They never win anything. If you can bring a championship now, and I do think like he thought of this, right? Is like, okay, so if I lose some champions, but if I win one, like I'm gonna be a hero. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because no one wins there. The Browns yeah. are terrible. The Indians are good every seven years or eight years, whatever it is. The Cavs never win anything, right? Uh, I mean, the Cavs were good in the nineties, but Jordan killed them. Yeah. But if I can go there and win for the first time since the Indians won in 1948, right? Like, that's going to look really good for my resume. Mm-hmm. So I do think that was a factor. But, you know, coming home, he's from Ohio. His kids had friends in Ohio because yeah. it's where they grew up. Um, obviously, his wife was from Ohio. I think it was a part. But, again, Kyrie was a big factor. Um, I do think Rich Paul, like you said, played a big factor in it. But, like I said, I mean, I had mixed emotions when he first came back. Yeah, I mean, I, I, my, my point is he didn't regret what he did in the first place. Oh, well, he definitely didn't regret no. it. No, and he didn't. But I care. think he said that in his coming home thing. I think he said, "I don't regret going to Miami." I was like, you know, I'm from Ohio. 
I grew up in Ohio. I went to high school in Ohio. I started my professional career in Ohio. He's like, it's just like when a kid goes off to college. He's like, I needed those four years to go away, do something else, figure out who I am as a person, and now I'm coming back. So he definitely said he didn't regret going. And I agree. I mean, I think he learned to be a champion in Miami. Dwayne Wade was already a champion. I think he learned a lot from Dwayne Wade. You know, Chris Bosh, was a good, he learned to play with good players. So now coming back and you got to play with other good players, he learned to play with them. Whereas his first sit in Cleveland, there was, I mean, you know, you had Ben Wallace, but that That's was Ben point. Wallace past his prime. So he said there's like a kid going off to college and then coming home after. Like he learned to win. He learned to play he with these players. He didn't say that his PR team said <laughs> Rich Paul said. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Was, you could say whatever you want. <laughs> LeBron said, yeah, that's something I'd say. <laughs> okay, so he comes back to Cleveland, right? My point in this whole thing is he loses first year. Which I still stand to this day. I think if Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving don't get hurt, I think the Cavs win. I think the Cavs win. Okay. Okay. Kevin Love never played. He got hurt in the Celtics when Kelly Olenek twisted his arm. Mm-hmm. So he was out in the conference semis. I don't think he played against – who did they play in the conference finals? Was it the Bulls? Was it the Hawks? Whoever – what Raptors? I don't know. Kevin Love was out in the semis. Kyrie Irving, the worst thing to happen to the Cavs was for them to go to overtime. Yeah. Right? Um, if Amon Shumpert hits that shot – to win them the game in regulation. Because Amon Shumpert, had, Kyrie was driving in, passed to Amon Shumpert, Amon Shumpert bricks a shot as time expires, they go to overtime. Kyrie breaks his kneecap in overtime. If the Cavs win or lose in regulation, they have a better shot of beating the Warriors than when they play in overtime. Kyrie breaks his kneecap, it's done. And now it's, you know, LeBron, and LeBron still had them up 2-1. to one, And they had Matthew Delavadova, Tristan Thompson, Mozgov, Verjao. yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, the Motley crew was there. They didn't, he didn't even have, he came home with Kyrie Irving, got Kevin Love, and neither of those guys were playing. That, that stutter step where he lost the kneecap was just brutal to watch. I think, because you know, you Amon Shumpert makes that shot to win the game. I think the Cavs win the series. They go up 1-0. Kyrie Irving's not hurt. Yeah. Right? The Cavs were already up 2-1. I mean, they lost that game, and the Cavs win the next two games without Kyrie. With Kyrie and up 1-0, I think they win that series. Even if Amon Shepard misses that, or not, uh, I mean, who knows about that. I think if they have both of them, they win that series. Okay. And then the next year they have both of them, they do win the series. I mean, they had to come back from 3-1. But again, like I said, in basketball, usually the best team wins in a game in a seven-game series. Once they got Kevin Durant, it was over. No one was yeah. beating that team. But with Kyrie and Kevin Durant, I think they beat that young Warriors team. Because Steph wasn't now having his best series. Now let's remember... When they did win and came back from 3-1, Kyrie Irving is the one who made the shot. Oh, yeah. That killed Golden State. That, what's the background of my phone? <laughs> Kyrie. Yeah. Kyrie sure hit the did. shot. Even though I hate Kyrie now. But <laughs> Kyrie hitting that shot was one of the best moments of my life. Yeah. So, again, I just think it's another pattern of LeBron – but LeBron averaged a triple-double in that finals. So I don't – people give him shit for that. The matchup was – It's because when the moment comes, he tends to – and this is a pattern – tends to not want to be Michael. He wants to be magic. The, the bet – but the bet – but the, 
the best matchup was getting Kyrie on Steph Curry, right? Because what happened to lead to that was, you know, Andre Iguodala's guard, the best defender, is guarding LeBron, of course, right? Andre's a great defender. Klay Thompson's a great defender. He's guarding uh, Kyrie. The, the action they run is you have LeBron running uh, action over here to, you know, get the defensive eyes on him. Mm -hmm. You have JR come pick for Kyrie, so they get a switch, and now Steph is guarding Kyrie. Because Steph is the weakest defender, mm -hmm. right? That's the goal, is to get Steph on Kyrie and have Kyrie create, right? Um, so I think that is, I mean, that's the play, because you want to get Steph the one guarding him. And, you know, all eyes are focused on LeBron at this time, so not as many people are helping on Kyrie because they're worried about helping on LeBron. Mm -hmm. Um... Also, I mean, Kyrie is a better three-point shooter than LeBron, so he's going to take that shot. But, I mean, you know, Jordan passed to Kerr, Jordan passed to Pax, and sometimes you make that pass. I don't fault anyone when someone's teammate hits a game winner, like the Ray Allen shot. Like, yeah. that, ha that happens. I mean, as good as Kobe and Shaq were, Derek Fisher hit that .4-second shot, right? Yeah, that was in, like... Uh, it's amazing. Yeah, Beat the Spurs. Yeah. Tough. You need teammates to hit shots every now and then. He still averaged a triple-double. When they came back from 3-1, he scored 42-42 and then had triple-double game seven. Like, that's, I mean, that's crazy. I love that you're just ripping this off memory. <laughs> dude, I... That's unreal you, to me. I'm telling you, dude, this was like the best moment of my life when the Cavs won. That's I'm, unreal to me. Being from Cleveland, like, wait, wait, wait till the Bills win one. You're gonna <laughs> just fucking, wait. Just You're gonna wait. fucking love it. I've been waiting since the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> no, I thought that was a dope... Um, I mean, LeBron winning that versus those... Versus that Golden State team was amazing to no. me. I thought they were going to get destroyed. I mean, so did I. Which I mean, that was the first year we moved to Chicago. Three one. Three yeah. one. That was the first year we moved to Chicago. Yeah. I do <laughs> because because you showed up <laughs> no, to no, intern retreat in Cleveland. Takes it. Yeah, that's no. That was your guys' first year. This was our first year. Yeah. You came later that year. Yeah. We uh, after they won Game Seven, the very next day was our first orientation day intern year, and I was out till like two a.m. like smoking cigars in the street <laughs> of Chicago. <laughs> Chris showed up to by myself because up to I knew no one else here, and it was like fun facts go around, like tell something about yourself. Yeah. And Chris opens up his button-down shirt; and he's got the jersey. I have this jersey wearing. Ashish loved that. She loved it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, I wore this I under I, my button-down shirt the first day. I, I want to hear more from Adam about the the extracurricular activities of LeBron that begin around this time. So his building of the school, his volunteer work. I his... wish I finished this goddamn presentation. We can make it a part two. <laughs> I really wish I did because I would have put the... You had to FaceTime me in from Pittsburgh. Yeah. I, I would have yeah. put the exact same effort, but... Or part two is I I'll tell you what, I would have found something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, no, no. All of, all of that stuff is great, but you have to... Oh, sending right. thousands of kids to college for free? Here is, is hook, line, and sinker for the regular population. <laughs> you read read uh, whatever that last book I recommended. <laughs> uh, everybody, um, what is it? Yeah, winners take all. Everybody, po everybody, everybody poops. Take all. Every, everybody loves rain. Everybody Watch poops. that show. Winners take all. No, I think, no, I think, no. By the way, you're missing, again, you're missing the point. Yes, he is helping people, but do not get it twisted why he's helping people, okay? <laughs> do kids benefit? Sure. 
Do they do they get the education? Do they have better opportunities? Sure. But don't think that LeBron James gives a fuck about kids or charity. LeBron James only cares about LeBron James. And that's what this book is. He's building up this reputation because he's realizing, wait a second, I was such a dick for his first eight years of his career. I mean, well, first five, he was fine. For the next five, he was the most hated player in the NBA. So Rich Paul is like, we can shape your reputation. You go take advantage of Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love, win one championship, like you said, in Cleveland, and your entire reputation is restored because regular Joe Schmo public will believe that you wrote that letter that we put in Sports Illustrated. You do that one time, your reputation is restored. He does it, and then he starts realizing, wait a second, I can start manipulating the public like this from now on, which then gets into his Lakers years. Again, I would like to preface, LeBron James is the second best player of all time, okay? All these NBA, like, I'll give them shit for, I know you watched the Jordan years, and of course you pa passed it to Paxton. I give LeBron shit for passing it to Udonis. I give LeBron shit for shying away. He obviously shied away early in his career. It affected his entire Dallas Mavericks series. The main point is that LeBron is doing it for LeBron in the long term. And when he gets to L.A., he starts realizing, oh, okay, I'm going to start using these as shields so that I can't, no matter what I do, I can't be criticized. Right? I mean, I'm going to build a, a school. That way I can then say whatever the fuck I want. And then, and then he starts influencing the entire NBA yeah. culture, right? He then gets people in the NBA and, and Stephen A. Smith actually had a great report on this. They all think he's like, yeah, kind of fucking uncle Tom. They all think like, <laughs> like dude, lame uncle. LeBron. Yeah. You're, you're lame. Dude. You're cornball. <laughs> like that's what they think of LeBron <laughs> because, because he comes into the meetings and is like throwing a hissy fit that he has to, you know, be in the bubble. Not everyone, again, there's a pattern. It's not about you, LeBron. You know there's regular 95% of the rest of the NBA that just wants to come in and collect a check? Not everyone makes a billion dollars from yeah. your sponsorships, from all of this other shit. Some guys just want to play ball and collect the check. But he has to come in, he's got to get on conference calls and start throwing his weight around. He doesn't give a fuck about any of his NBA crew. He doesn't give a fuck about any of the associations that's part of the NBA. He gives a fuck about LeBron James and LeBron James only. And he uses children and charity <laughs> as a shield uh, from the public, which Rich Paul is great at doing, so that no matter what you say, come on, dude, LeBron gives to charity. He helps out kids. Come on, he's a family man, bro. He doesn't cheat on his wife. Oh, really? Then why is he fucking showing up in the DMs of 18-year-old Instagram models? Do you think that do you his mean, kids? Do you think that his desire to pursue 18-year-olds comes from like an overstimulated sex drive from I don't know, like hormone replacements <laughs> or steroids perhaps? <laughs> 
Oh my god, Ryan if James I could have had a slide on this steroids? because dude, dude, when that whole thing was going on in Miami, uh, this is all in Game of Shadows, okay? There's a New York Times bestseller. It's about baseball. So LeBron gets lost in everything. Again, reputation is solidified. Yeah, yeah. Rich Ball solidified it. Belka, that whole conspiracy, there was someone with L. James in Miami getting steroids sent to someone else, okay? These were all giant players. A-Rod was part of this, um, obviously Barry Bonds, but there was someone called L. James getting steroids. Now, you wonder... L. James in Miami. This is a conspiracy. I will give you this. I will give you this. This is a conspiracy. But LeBron James playing until he's... How old is he now? 36. 36, 48 minutes a game. It's not out of this world. Okay, it's not out of this world that LeBron James, but it's above could, average. Could do steroids, but he and also he, spends a million dollars on his body every year. Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, Barry, you don't think Barry Bonds spent a million dollars on his body every year? I don't think he took care of his body. I mean, baseball is different than basketball, though. But I don't want to get. Into I don't this. think anyone don't takes care of their body it's like a complete he does. Conspiracy theory. I want to get into the facts, the the foundation, okay? And that's where I was getting, okay? The perception versus the reality, okay? LeBron James cares about LeBron James. And he's built up this reputation shield with kids, charities, family man image that Rich Paul did a great job doing. The shop, everything else oh, that the he- Oh, the shop. The shop, everything else that he does Let's to solve shape problems. the image that I'm solving the world's problems. It's all in winners, take it all, read the book. He shapes his image, so therefore, no matter what he does, he is never, ever in the wrong. That's what he does, okay? You don't have to believe it. I believe it <laughs> because I've read enough books and I work in the industry to know that this guy, his image is fucking pristine and good for his team. He has the best team in basketball shaping his image. Because he's the second best player of all time. They don't fucking waste their time. Right. The argument is, well, okay, why are they, why, why, why LeBron? Why are they protecting LeBron so much? Why don't they protect other players that cheat on their wives and do all this fucking shit? Never proven. In the shit, in, the, in this background. Why don't they protect other players? Because they're not the second best player of yeah. all time. First, if first. they were, they would protect them just like they protected everyone else with mega talent. Michael Jackson, Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> well, to a point. They get to a point. To a point. When do people start abandoning LeBron? Well, I just don't think uh I think he'll continue doing this. He'll realize, you know, he's gonna stop playing NBA basketball at some point. And I think you're wrong on the prediction that they win the championship because if he's not doing steroids i think he's he's burning himself out this year there's no reason he should not be load managing this year agreed i mean maybe because well, he he's now. got anthony davis but he can't right now until anthony davis comes back because yeah. otherwise you gotta keep someone you gotta keep the team afloat okay um yeah so i mean whatever what was i talking about I asked the question, when do people start abandoning LeBron? I don't think so. I think he then goes on and and he might, you know, the 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 problem with LeBron is his ego knows no bounds. So therefore I, I could, you know, he, Chris jokes about this. I could see him running for some sort of political office. 
I could easily see that. LeBron Wade 2020 or 2032. Wow. Not president, but I could see, I could see him running for office and like governor and, of Ohio and, and using that same strategy to win. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's all about LeBron. I mean, that's what politicians are. They're all egotistical maniacs. So, you could do that. I just the, the point I want to make is when you think that LeBron is this family man, charity giving, great guy, remember his past. What, Remem- you, what you need to see is a steroid pumping, no. wife cheating, not proven. Not proven. Remember <laughs> steroids not proven. Remember the foundation. Okay. Remember the proven foundation. Okay. Won't shake hands after games. But this is what I'm saying. I agree with that. Like I think he started like this as a like a teenager, right? Like it all started with the Hummer thing. As a teenager, but it goes downhill. Sean know that. The Hummer. Sean's the Hummer? gonna fall asleep. I remember the Hummer. I'm getting tired. We need to make you some coffee. I'm getting tired. Hot coffee. We got three hours left. What? <laughs> oh shit, we're at eleven. Okay, let's wrap it up. I, okay, let me make my final point, like my final like lawyer, <laughs> like to the to the jury. Final say. Yeah, final say, a and then you, and then and then I'll give it to you. I'll let you end on this. I don't have much of a final say. I still think he's the best basketball player. Even when he was in the Miami Heat, and I fucking hated him, and I wish he tore his ACLs forever, I still thought he was the best basketball player. Or not at that time. I thought he was still we can agree, going to dude. be the best I basketball player of all time. I just said he's the second best of all time. I'm not disrespecting yes. his, his NBA and, prowess. Yeah, 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 continue, continue. Final say. Final say. LeBron James. We still got to re- react to a video. Yeah, we still got to re- react to Bobby Schmerger. Oh, my God. LeBron. Never heard he Fetty Wap? Dude, I'm gonna. Don't worry, I'm no. gonna hook you up tomorrow. I'm seeing. <laughs> look. <laughs> Anyways, look. Check this out. Check this out. It's my final say. Ready? Let's not remember the factual foundation that I just set up. This person did all of these things. Would not shake hands after games. Wore Yankees. Said, I'm not going. I, I don't regret anything that I do. <laughs> Sorry. He's trying to distract my final say by playing footsie with me. I not mean to hit your foot. <laughs> I will not regret anything that I do. I will not regret anything that I do. Right? 18-year-old. DM. I, oh, God damn it. I forgot to say the one thing before my final say. What was the one thing? Then he Sean, beat, you'd be awake for then, this. Then the fucking Warriors win. Remember, let's remember because I wanted to set up the elbow thing. Oh yeah, the Warriors win. Punch the wrist. Yeah, the Warriors win, and LeBron can't just let them go celebrate their championship. Suddenly, LeBron shows up at the press conference. His hand is in a cast. <laughs> remember that? I broke my hand what? four what? games ago. Technically, he did. <laughs> Okay. But okay. I've told you this before. I agree with you. It was a, a dumb po- move to, well, I don't know why you said it afterwards. Like you should have just said it when it happened. Because, yeah. I mean, there's x ray and medical proof out there that he did break his hand, right? Now, this is our now concern, now, dude. This is our concern, <laughs> dude. Um, now, getting into the conspiracy theories again, that can be faked. Sure. Sure. You, you, can, leak, you can leak fake x rays, dude. You. You want a broken hand? I can get you an X-ray get by you the end of the night, hand. dude. I can get you an X-ray by the end of the night. Chris, you're out of your element. Chris, you're out of your element, bro. <laughs> what? He's a black market genius over here. <laughs> you want, dude? You want a toe? I can get you a toe. <laughs> Anyways, doesn't matter. Not here nor there. Set up the foundation. 
LeBron, through all of these years of his career, has proven to be a liar. Your final say. Keep going. Okay. I, I thought he's respecting your final. Oh, say. This is your final say. LeBron has proven himself to be a liar. Okay, he's proven himself. <laughs> he's proven. <laughs> You're looking at me like I'm the judge in this case, Sean. <laughs> Sean, do I have your eye contact? <laughs> LeBron has proven himself to be a liar, a disingenuous person, and an overall douchebag throughout his entire career. Okay, then Rich Paul takes over his image, and then we suddenly forget all of the proof in the background, right? And he's been sprinkling it in here and there, Mm. but his image can't be tainted because he's set up winners-take-all strategy. And and good for him. But I see – I want LeBron to know. I see through it, okay? I see through all of your different shit. You're a piece of shit. I know that. You're the second best player of all time, in my opinion. I'm not taking anything away from your basketball prowess, but you're a piece of shit, and I'm not going to take it anymore, dude. (laughs) I'm going to start calling you out every time I have a chance, and speaking to Yuri, if I can run on to the Game 7 finals and streak on the court, and he's there, I'm going to give him a fucking piece of my mind. (laughs) Do you you think... And then my last point is image versus reality, Okay. When's my final say? I'm going to, right after my image versus reality uh, portion. Image versus reality. Portion. portion. Yeah. Image versus reality. Segment. Image versus reality portion. Cares about kids, charity, everything else. I've proven that, I've proven <laughs> that he uses that as Beyond reputation Beyond reasonable shields. doubt. Okay. If, if you're such a great family man... Why are you sliding into the DMs of 18-year-olds in 2016, 2017, and then someone randomly calling you out that has nothing to do with you? Mm. We didn't get into that very well. We didn't get into it, but that's what happened, okay? That's been proven. The last last one's BS, though. the The last one's the most important one. She has nothing to do with LeBron, is is mad at a at a peer. Haven't we talked about it? I was in this situation. This was my situation. What are you talking about? The whole nurse the, situation? The whole situation. Yeah, exactly. This was literally the exact same situation. You can make this up. Dude, what was your situation? <laughs> you, you, we, we can't cover that tonight. We can't yeah, that's a longer that. story that Sean will not be awake tonight. for. We can't cover but he knows that. the story. Yeah, Sean's fading fast. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. This will be on part two. Okay, so anyways, I'm going to put, you can dispute it. I think that those show someone that's not a family man. That's my opinion. If, if, if you were sliding into the DMs of 18-year-old Instagram models, I'm sure Nicole would agree with my opinion as well. And that's my final point. I think that was excellent. Not excellent, but it was. <laughs> uh, I guess, I mean, my final say is somehow well, I. Well, that's all the time we have. Thanks for tuning in to Sunday Punch Podcast. Join us next week. We're going out. Simple writ. Chris, you're Quickly, final very say. quickly, yeah, before Sean falls asleep on the table. Um. Somehow, like, I I guess I am LeBron's lawyer at this point for some reason. <laughs> this is my final say for the defendant. But, like I said, I think 
he thinks he's the second best player. I think he's the first best player, but we're not arguing best players tonight. We're arguing apparently personality. <laughs> um, I Like I said, I think, you know, starting off as a young kid, I think he was dumb, you know, rich, a superstar, didn't really know what he was doing. You know, his low point was his Miami years. I think now he's been working to build his re uh, reputation back up because it was, you know, super tainted doing the decision. Um, building that back up, you know, coming back to Cleveland. Now I know, like I said, Adam has multiple reasons for that, but again, these are all opinions. Um, I do think winning a championship in Cleveland would, would help his image, and it did. You know, he does the Akron Bikeathon every year where he, you know, gives bikes to all these kids for free. Um, Adam, for some reason, hates kids, but you know, he does. He does kids. the whole. That... He does the whole. I promise school, right? Um, you know, he gets free, free food, free tuition, free assistance for these kids, free transportation to school, free college for all these kids. Now, whether that's LeBron, you know, with Adam's book, helping them just to make him look better, it doesn't matter. Either way, he's helping these kids, right? For him to be in the spotlight from when he was 16 years old to now 36, so for 20 years, you know, he's never been arrested for drugs. He's never been arrested for a DUI. You know, all these allegations, sure, maybe slid into some DMs. He's never been proven to cheat on his wife. He's a good dad to his kids. You know, he loves his kids. He's at his kids' basketball games. You know, he's always with his daughter who doesn't play basketball. He's always doing stuff with his daughter. Um, you know, you can be on whatever side you want, whether what stance he takes, you know, politically, women's rights, Black Lives Matter, things like that. You know, he does whatever he can. I think he's been working, like I said, I think he started off fine, got a little rockier, dipped, and I think he's worked his way up. What other athlete can you say has been as big as he is, has had much pressure as he has since being 16 years old on the cover of Sports Illustrated and, you know, has really had no off-court issues, never been arrested? Like I said, drugs, alcohol, you know, big scandals, and I'm talking about not DM scandals, like the Kobe Bryant rape charge, right? The Tiger Woods sex scandal. Like, How I'm dare you. I'm, well, I mean, no, I'm not saying, like, I love Kobe. Is nothing sacred, Chris? But, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying, like, no major scandals like that. Never gone no to court. Charges. No Bobby Schmurder <laughs> charges forecasting. That, that's for actually a really one. good point that like, I, I have yet to The fact that he for. has not, like, and that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying he's a perfect human being. No one is. Like, yeah, he's done bad things. Agreed. Right. And uh, again, and it's not like horrible human rights things. Like he could clean up his image and, you know, you're a young, rich kid coming from the hood, whatever. But, you know, he's a good dad. Like he's there for his kids. Not I and mm -hmm. not to bring Michael into it. Michael wasn't a great dad. But again, Michael didn't want to be. He was all about, you know, he said Kobe was a great dad. Right. Michael or LeBron. Great dad. Um, I mean, I think he is a good husband now, whether, like I said, I don't know if he has things off the court and maybe him and Savannah have a side deal that she's like, you can go do whatever you want, but I'm going to stay because you're LeBron James, right? I don't know if they have that kind of deal, but you know, if that's, that's their open relationship thing, that's what it is. But you know, good dad, as far as we can tell, good husband, never been arrested, never. I mean, he's probably got a couple of speeding tickets, but that's what I said. I think he's a good human being. He's got things he could have cleaned up or done better for sure. I hate him because of the decision for sure. I wish that never happened. But like I said, I understood why he left. But that's beautiful, my last beautiful points statement. on both sides. I'm, I something that has always impressed me about LeBron is you really don't hear other players take a strong stance on him. 
It's like this. Well, no, it, he's the it's, king. Well, he's it's the like king this of ins- the NBA it's right like this now. You insiders, can't take a stance yeah, it's like this insiders protecting insiders kind of situation. The thing that impressed me about LeBron, no matter what team he goes to, they're a con- they're always going to be in the playoffs. They're always a contender. Right. The time he's missed the playoffs most recently was that first season with the Lakers, but I mean that was a little asterisk because he got hurt and pulled his groin was out. At Christmas, they beat the Golden State Warriors when Kevin Durant was still on the Warriors. And they were like the third seed in the West at that time. He then got hurt, and then they missed the playoffs because he missed like, you know, 30 games or something like that. And that's when they had like Lonzo Ball and Kyle Kuzma and who else? Because like, I was like, why the fuck would he leave the Cavs and go to the Lakers? Like, I was like, I could see him going to the Rockets with James Harden. I could, and those guys, I could see him going to the Sixers with Embiid and Simmons. I'm like, oh, he went to LA because, you know, he's thinking about career after basketball continues there which is fine but i was like he i don't think he's gonna win anymore and then he goes to la and all of a sudden they're winning again right like this is a terrible team he had already worked out a deal with anthony davis he always does that but that was a year later yeah right like he was still bringing this dog shit team though to now like third best in the west yeah they just beat the warriors on christmas day like i would have i don't think they would have they would definitely not have won but it would have been interesting if he was full strength Mm -hmm. the whole time anyway bobby schmurter yeah let's 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 watch bobby schmurter yeah, I mean, he's never had a Schmurder charge. <laughs> okay, so I want to react to Bobby Schmurder's um, um, hot N-word. And why Bobby Schmurder? Because Bobby Schmurder just got out of prison, and he was at the NBA All-Star Game, and he brought a bag of cash, and I said, you know what? I think it's time to bring back Bobby Schmurder. And I want to react to it, and then we're going to uh, close out, and Sean can go to bed finally. Sounds perfect. <laughs> Um, usual rules, clean mic, dirty mic, yeah. to start yeah. and stop. If What's you, the rules? Yeah. I mean, um, I think I know them because I'm listening. If you, if you want to stop it, say clean mic. Yeah. And then we say dirty mic to start it again. Now, I enjoyed this song tremendously when it came out first. Can you say, when did it come out? 2014. What is it? 2014 oh. this came out. This is when um, Golden State was beating the Cavs, dude. Yeah. Well, I'll think about that. Minus <laughs> well, I'll think about that. Bobby Schmurda was rapping. <laughs> yeah, Minus okay. Loving Irving, though. Also, he rhymed Knicks his, fan, na- he rhymed way, his name fan. with murder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Knicks fan. Knicks are doing pretty good. Yeah. He's fake pulling a trigger. I, I thought Bobby Schmurda was the shit at this point in time. Clean Mike. Now, I love the hook. I love the beat is great. The beat's fire. The beat is fire. Now, I can see why he got caught for murder. (laughs) I mean, the first 10 lines are all about murder. His (laughs) His name name rhymes with murder. Like, you think when he was on trial and the judge was like trying to, they're like, oh, your name is Schmurder? (laughs) And they're like, why did you pick Schmurder? Do you think he was like, because it rhymes with murder? (laughs) I mean... Seriously, 80% of those lines were about murdering yeah, people. Yeah, there's all five. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, can you bring this up in court as uh, a reference? Like, can you be like, 
Your Honor. No, speculation. 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 Maybe. I don't know. We need to get a lawyer on. We need a lawyer. Let me yeah. call, I'll call my brother. Could speculation. You, yeah, let's yeah. Get could, could you bring this up in court and be like, this is a, a character reference? I, I, I think that is possible. I, I think that you could. I think that evidence could get thrown out. But I think in the early parts of the case, we're deciding what evidence to present and not to present and to argue. I think this would have to be adjudicated. I do. I, I think this would like the... What about when he To does, be honest, about, he should have been arrested in 2014 for wearing a Knicks cap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or any time. Or any time anyone's worn a Knicks cap in the 2010s. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> what about when he does the shmoney dance? Oh, that's coming up, dude. Okay. Good, good. Pass out. I mean, the beat is fire. Clean, mate. What were you doing in the fifth grade? He's been grade? selling bricks since the fifth grade, baby. You guys have been selling crack since the fifth grade. That's, I mean, how? I, I was trading Pokemon cards. I was going to say. Grade. I was, I was, I was getting my Pokemon cards taken away from me in fifth grade. I was still rocking yo yos back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, can we talk about like fads and why everyone had the exact same fad at the exact same yeah. moment? It was like we need to. Everyone in the fucking world was into yo-yos, yeah. and then everyone was into Pokemon. You ever had the, the Digimon that you could link up and fight the other person? Of course. I didn't have Digimon. Or the Beyblades. Uh, we, we had Crazy Bones. No, there was like Tamagotchi. Remember those? Crazy Bones. Yeah. You remember Crazy Bones? No. I didn't do Crazy Bones. Oh really? Was that a but, southern thing? Was that a Florida thing? It was a Bobby Schmurder thing. Bobby Schmurder. <laughs> Dirty Mike. Dog house. <laughs> Ain't no pussy cats inside my dog. I just want to make sure I heard that right. Make sure I heard it right. Dirty Mike. Make sure I heard it right. Oh, his dad went to prison too. Clean Mike. His dad went to prison too. Shocker. Shmurda? Shocker. <laughs> what a. Shmurda's. Shmurda. No, you, you mean, you mean Shmurda Senior? <laughs> Shmurda Senior. He did match his boxers to his shorts. That's pretty impressive, Shmurda. Wow. I haven't seen that look in a while. I gotta say, I don't think housing? I've, I've, I don't think I've ever housing? seen. Oh yeah, Schmurda. Schmurda. <laughs> Good work on the housing. Secondly, you you have the whitest tea I've ever seen in my oh entire my God. life. Yeah, it's, that is the yeah. cleanest, crispest white tea I've clean. ever seen. The entire video, it is perfect. I mean, clean. crystal clean, and it looks like he's in a dirty part of New York. Not so a wrinkle. that's that's an accomplishment. Like when you're looking for the color white, that's white. That's like I mean, crest that's white. white. That is that is it so It looks like good. he's wearing a crest white strip. Where did he get that? He yeah. <laughs> that that's it. It's it a crest white strip on his teeth. It looks like he's wearing a tooth. <laughs> all in amble, Schmurda. All right, let's keep it right. Dirty, Dirty Mike. There are moments. <laughs> there are moments where the styrofoam cup. I don't even realize he's holding because his shirt yeah, is yeah, yeah, so yeah. white. Is that a cup or a shirt? We don't know. And what are the ass cheeks going to show up on the white tee? <laughs> oh, Shouty loved the way that a ball out. What's that guy doing these days? Oh, 
I love that. Just toss the cat. There's the sh- money dance. <laughs> dance. Here we go. Bullet house. might be one of the hardest this might be the hardest song of 2014 <laughs> i think it was the beat is hot i remember my hot. buddy uh danny escalante shout out danny. danny um he's the one who sent me that song and i was like oh yeah i'm gonna be listening to this for the next like two months <laughs> like straight song, like and like he, all the time and here we are seven years later and here, <laughs> still jamming dude the the shmoney dance is is fire when he when he throws it oh also, yeah are we that sure that's bobby schmurter or reggie jackson <laughs> That may or may not be Reggie Jackson. Schmurda also had like perfect skin. Perfect skin. Really? Dude, really I think you're struck by Sh- Bobby Schmurda. Good looking kid. Yeah. Good looking guy. I mean, I mean it, dude. I mean, good looking guy killed <laughs> a guy. Teeth. Clean teeth. <laughs> White teeth. White teeth. Reggie Jackson like face. <laughs> Hit the shmoney dance. Yeah. So wait, so wait, what was the situation? What, what were the legal woes? Um, he was in conspiracy to murder. Conspiracy um, to conspiracy yes. to sh- well, that's well, basically well, nothing. Yeah, it was a conspiracy to murder, really. Which is he the did same or whether thing. he didn't, it was a conspiracy. Yeah, to conspire or the conspiracy, whether he was or was not conspiring, is unclear. He may have conspired. He may I, have conspired. Well, he got convicted of conspiracy of murder. But not actually murdering. Not actually. He didn't murdered. actually kill someone. He, he may have conspired. That, like hits put out. Thank you. Like there was documents with LeBron James's <laughs> L James Miami. L James getting steroids. Who it's knows what happened? Did Bobby Schmurder <laughs> conspire to murder people? Who knows? He's a Knicks fan. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> Just like LeBron James didn't take steroids. <laughs> Anyways, um, that does it for episode 21. Yeah, that was go- fun. That dude, that was yeah, a yeah, major. Yeah. That was a long time. I'm going to split it into a, a I'm going to do a double. All right. All right. Um, we're going to go out. Part two on, in Pittsburgh. Part two in Pittsburgh. Uh, April... <sighs> That'll Whatever. Be April. No, eight, the first weekend. So April second. Okay. For sweet. Yeah. Look for April us out. On, uh, look for us out on uh, Chris's patio, and uh, we're gonna go out on. Um, oh fuck it! I don't have anything. So let's go out on a bro brotion. Another bro brotion. Yeah, oh, I thought we were doing Fetty Wap. Fetty Wap. Fetty Wap. Um, we're gonna go out on bro brotion. Uh, melt. Melt. I, I, dude, I just listened to the gym. I thought it was amazing. So good. All right. Melt it is. I'll tag bro. And uh, he sent us some sweet t shirts. I'm going to wear one for St. Patrick's Day. Me too. Bro Brotion on Instagram. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for joining. Peace. Falling out of love is just as easy as falling in. It's an empty feeling knowing that you got to start all over again. But friend, don't pretend like you can never reinvent yourself You can bend and break the rules and fall full fools with poor mental health You shelved the idea from time to time and swiped on faces left and right You tapped your thumbs upon 
Wall Street and bought a million different drinks. You learned all the bartenders' names and they know yours and it's all shameless. Games we play from night to night and wake up sleepy across the island. Armpits stinky morning showers, headaches for hours in the red in your eyes. With your head on the keyboard when your boss is looking while your mashed keys type out shout out all our emails that you haven't checked for weeks that you accidentally respond to as if they were recent. Half your emails begin with sorry. Tonight, I'm on a party, gonna get it. 